wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Fruit in hundredfold, in sixty, some in thirty. Why understanding? So while some are praising God, some are wondering why they shout. Can't we just do this thing quietly and go? Can't we, can't we just be mature? <laughs> if you are too matured in his presence, you will be a, a premature person to receive his blessing. That is why we are praising God the way we are praising, dancing before the maker so that he can bake better, better blessing for you. When you dance before your maker, he bakes greater blessing for you. And that shall be your experience from today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Take note this morning that gratitude is not for a moment. It should be an habit. It should be for your lifetime. Gratitude. You must learn to be grateful at all times. That's what the word of God says. In all things, give thanks. In all things, give thanks. And as you do that, you will see the hand of God in your life in Jesus' name. Gratitude is function of focus. It is a function of focus. It depends on who or what you are looking at. Some fellows say, why are they praising God? Why are they shouting? They don't have a reason to shout because of what they are looking at. If you look to a pocket sometimes, you will not praise God. If you look at what is not working, you will not praise him. But if you focus on what is working, you will have more reasons to praise him. Because the things that are working are more than the things that are not. As far as I know, none of you was carried here to church this morning. Is your leg not working? That's the reason to thank you. Some fellow just wake up and then drop the leg from the bed and the leg refused to respond. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Some started walking and slumped. Got somebody some time ago. He was a hustler. Everybody knew him as well. he hustling everywhere. And then he went to Turkey, hustling. In fact, so hustle and hustle. One day, sir, he just came out of class. He went to study, doing his PhD. Came out of class and was walking. And then there and then, sir, he collapsed and died. That was all. That was all. So you need to understand that life is a gift. It is more than enough reason to thank him. Life is a gift. It is more than enough reason to thank him. As you continue to thank him, the gift of life will continue to increase. In the name of Jesus. Satan will always magnify the things that has not been done. Please minimize it. Minimize, call it not necessary. You know what they ask our father in faith? He said, do you have challenge at all? Do you have problems? He said, maybe they came, I did not notice it. Maybe they came, I did not know. You focus on your challenges, you can't find God, sir. If you focus on your problem, you can't thank God, but sir. If you focus on God and thank him, you will discover that these challenges fizzle up like vapor. So we must learn to thank God no matter what happens. Because it is Thanksgiving that guarantees the next meal. It is Thanksgiving that guarantees the next meal. If you thank him for what looks not enough, he gives you what becomes more than enough. 
you cannot miss it while giving thanks. Sometimes you even go to the realm of thanking him for what he has not given you. Advanced thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you because I will graduate. So he will ensure you graduate. Lord, I thank you for my children, yet you are not married yet. Now, if we assure you have children, because now, when you thank God for what he has not given you, who is Oyu? <laughs> Can you see that? God is Oyu. It was a mystery we learned early when we were waiting for the fruit of the womb. We began to thank him for the child he has not given. Got a child booklet for the child we have not seen. And then was thanking God for it. Thanking God for the child that we have not seen. So heaven was owing us. And when the child decided to come, came beautifully and wonderfully made. I'm talking about a child that you drop here, you have to be looking for the child. Because everybody wants to carry. Wonderfully made. If you thank God for the position you are now that does not look enough, God will transform you, sir. If you keep murmuring, you want to stay long there. God is not moved by sympathy. This cry, he doesn't, he waits for you to do the right thing. Then he will give you the right blessing. Enough of asking God questions. Lord, are you not seeing me? You know, some people don't say it out, but they say it in their heart. And God catches, he catches the heart. He reads the heart. He picks it. He says, you just said that? Okay, I will see you. <laughs> the little thing you have, he withdraws it. And then you start asking, Lord, what happened to even the small one I used to have? That shall not be your story. In the mighty name of Jesus. Gratitude in tough times is an expression of faith and trust in God. That is giving God thanks even when things are not working. Sir, everything in life is perspective. So it is not what we see, but the way we see it. <laughs> I was preparing for a place not too long ago. I came to the choir rehearsals, and then we celebrate. And then I went outside um, at the end just to go home. And then I tried to start the car. I decided I saw that light was not coming on. <laughs> so let me go and check my battery. Don't worry, your own is safe. It was a very quiet time. <laughs> and I discovered that the battery walked away. In the midst of race. And I remember that I'm the one that is teaching, telling the people. So I use what I used to tell you to tell myself. I said, thank God they did not carry the car. Now, while I was thanking God, I got a battery free of charge. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. In fact, I got two batteries. One physical battery, the other one cash battery. By people that were just privileged to you. Can you see that one? <laughs> so, the devil comes to test you. Don't fail the test. When you murmur when things happen, you will remain there. I was so grateful to God. I never had a regret. When you thank God, for the situation, he changes it. Sir, the meal will not change until you start thanking him. What you are complaining about, we say again and again, is somebody's prayer points. May the Lord grant somebody understanding. Giving thanks when things seems not to be working is evidence of faith. Satan is a master in magnifying our challenges. But as you thank him and praise him, every challenge will be rolled away. Every genuine thanksgiving usually graduates into praise. 
But we praise God essentially in song and dance. That's why we're celebrating him. We praise him in song and it's an instruction from God. Psalm 149, 1 to 3. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Verse 3. He said, let them praise his name in the dance. In select the dance. He said, let them praise his name in the dance. Psalm 149, verse 3. Let them sing praise unto him. So when you sing praise, you are now qualified for the blessings of God. And that's what David did. He kept pleasing God because he was a man of praise. As you please God, God will please you. In the name of Jesus. Take note this morning that thanksgiving is a gateway to our high places in life. What are the benefits? Number one, gratitude or thanksgiving is a gateway to scaling new heights. You are tired of this level? Keep thanking God. When your cup of gratitude is full, there will be a downpour of blessing that will bring elevation. You are tired of the level of your business now. Thank him for it. Someone is there that has no business. So he has no business talking about business. Because he lacks one. Appreciate him. Give him thanks for it. As you thank him for that office that looks as if you have stayed long. That is when he changes your office by promoting you. Nobody goes high by complaining. We go high by thanksgiving. Always look for a reason to be grateful. So gratitude is a gateway to scaling your eyes. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say again I say rejoice. Your thanksgiving at this stage of life determines how long you will remain at this stage. If you don't want to remain at this stage for too long, thank him for this stage, you'll be qualified for the next stage. If you don't want to remain at this stage for long, thank him for this stage. Then you'll be qualified for the next stage. I've observed it even in little things. When you come to complain and complain and complain that then someone I don't even ask you, I don't have, go and check. You see that the shoes that you kept naturally start getting spoiled. Because God will point. When you say you don't have, he points you, what of this one? What of this one? What of this one? He keeps pointing to you. Some people early in the morning, especially Sunday morning, that's when they discover they don't have so many things. Say the wig is old, the shoe is old, the clothes is old. I wore this last week. I wore that. And nobody cares what you wear. Everybody wear what they wear. Nobody cares what you wear. It's Sunday morning. The enemy wants to discourage them. Say, I didn't hire my clothes. And I've told you how to do it here. Put it in water. Shake off the beasts. The water off it. And then you put it on. Nobody knows. You trouble yourself too much about too many things. May God grant somebody understanding. Habakkuk taught us a lesson. Habakkuk 3, 17. He said, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vines. In verse 18, he said, yet I will rejoice. The, thing, the situation is against me, but yet I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hands feet. He will make me to walk upon high places. So to leave this place, thank him for it. Then you will get to the high place. When you complain about this place, you'll be stranded in this place. You want to go to high places? Then time came for this place. Hear this. If the enemy cannot stop 
your rejoicing, it cannot stop your rising. If the enemy, talking about the devil, cannot stop your rejoicing, it cannot stop your rising. You will rise. You will shine. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So it is gratitude that fast tracks our altitude. It moves us to the next level quickly. Gratitude. When you praise him enough at this level, you are quickly promoted to the next level. That is where you are going. I said that is where you are going. People that are trapped are trapped because they are praiseless. Praise the Lord out of this situation to the next level. You will get there. Number two, thanksgiving is a fruit of our lips that guarantees return on our investment. Investment of time, energy, and resources in stewardship. Thanksgiving is the fruit of our lips that guarantees return. It's not that people are not serving. No. People are, a lot of people are serving in different units, serving different dimensions of service. But the thing is, is, they are doing it grudgingly. And anything you do grudgingly is cancelled. Our God is not any kind of God. He expects the thing to be done with gratitude. Deuteronomy chapter 28, 47 and 48. It tells us clear how we must do it. He said, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. It's not because you are not serving. You serve. But you don't do it with joy and joyfulness uh, and gladness of heart. He said, for the abundance of things. Verse 48. He said, therefore shall thou serve thy enemies. With the Lord shall send against him. Meaning God will permit them to come. In hunger, in thirst, in nakedness. Look at suffering. Why? Because joy is not in the midst of it. So everything we do for God, we must do it with joy. When you give, give with joy. Give with smile in your face. Don't hold your offering and do it like... And then frown your face as if God is snatching something from you that he didn't give to you. <laughs> Don't give as if God is snatching something away from you that he did not give to you. That thing in your hand, who gave it to you? God. Be excited doing it. Be excited. Be excited. Be excited. People pay school fees with excitement. When it comes to paying their tithe, they pay it with grudge. Say, if not for something, <laughs> this tithe. But school fees, you paid even with apology of paying late. If you want God to accept all of your kingdom advancement endeavors, you must do it with joy. Thanking him for the privilege. Everything we do in the house of God is a privilege. When you stop doing it, somebody replaces you immediately. He has more than a thousand people to replace anyone that thinks he knows more. Anyone that thinks he's on top. He can replace anyone. Anyone. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 2. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. That's Thanksgiving. He will eat good by the fruit of his mouth. What comes out of your mouth determines what comes into your life. Talking about Thanksgiving. What comes out of your mouth? What comes out of your mouth determines what comes into your life. So your mouth is what feeds your life. Thanksgiving. You must live a life of gratitude. So praise should not be for a season. It shouldn't be a thing of them once in a month. It shouldn't be a thing that you do in church. Oh, it's time for praise. Let's praise him. No. It should be a lifestyle. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Someone was traveling 
with God's servant, Bishop Abiri. I also happened with Bishop Oedipo. And then the person took time to hear how many times God's servant was saying, thank you, Jesus. From a short journey, he was counting, thank you, Jesus, until he lost count. Thank you, Jesus. For what? Just thanking him. It has become a lifestyle. Open your tap of thanksgiving, and then there shall be no seizure in your blessing. Open your tap of thanksgiving. Always thank him. Give him thanks. Lord, I thank you. They said this thing has happened. Even though it seems negative, oh, thank you, Jesus. Always learn to be grateful to God in all things. Quickly, let's look at enemies of thanksgiving. Enemies of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has enemies. It's the devil that sent them. He uses some strategy to ensure that you don't thank God. Number one enemy is that we must beware of murmuring. It destroys. Murmuring is an enemy. Most time when you murmur, you don't say it out. You say it in your mind. Every time you ask questions that talks about God's integrity, you are murmuring. What against murmuring? Some time ago, a friend, we were in a choir together. In fact, she was my assistant. Was in a relationship. And then all of a sudden, the guy, six months to their wedding, the guy just came and said he was not doing it again. She begged everybody to ask, what have I done wrong? Okay, if you say you are not doing it, let me even have something, a title of the rejection. <laughs> the guy says he's not doing it again, he's not getting married again. People already know now. He said, no, I'm not doing it again. All right. At that point, she was down. It took grace to bring her back. She was down, complaining. Now, the wedding did not hold. But you see, after he left her, six months, uh, three months after when they were supposed to be wedded, that it would have been nine, uh, three months into marriage, the guy just died. Then she saw that God just decided to save her from being a widow. That the same person complained, all manner of complaint. There's nothing she did not say. Even questioning as Lord, am I not serving you? <laughs> Learn not to murmur. God is the owner of your life, He is the driver of your life. Refuse to murmur. In all things, give thanks. In all things, give thanks. In 1 Corinthians 10, 10, he said, neither mama, like some of them mama, and were destroyed by the destroyer. So the destroyer is still there, looking for who to destroy, but it cannot destroy you except you are a mama. Refuse to mama. Psalm 28, verse 5. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor oppression of his hands, he shall destroy them. Because they regard not. Some of these things we are complaining about is actually the oppression of his hand, including delay. <laughs> Including delay, including what we call disappointment. I saw a story of a man not too long ago that was supposed to travel and then he slipped and broke his leg. And because of that, he couldn't make that journey again because he had to go to the hospital. So he missed the flight. But while in the hospital, heard of a news of a plane that crashed, the exact plane he was supposed to go in. Can you see the handwork of God? So that was a disappointment. But you hear this God has a plan. There are places that if you have money, you will have worked to. Maybe gunshot will happen there. You will not lose your life. You must learn to embrace God that is always faithful. He's too faithful to fail. You can't enter the school and decide the day the exam will hold. 
they will give you the timetable. You don't go into school and give them timetable. Be patient with God. He's the one writing it. He's the one preparing it. And when you pass it, it will change your level. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Refuse to murmur. Hear this? God answers murmurers just like he answers people that pray. He answers murmuring with strict measure. Numbers 11 verse 1. Very strict. He answers with strict measure. Numbers 11 and verse 1. He said, and when the people complain, he displays the Lord. So he had the complaint just like when you pray. The thing displeased the Lord. And the Lord had it. And his anger was kindled. Now they were complaining of little things. Now the thing provoked God. Even more than the normal. It was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burned among them. For what, sir? For complaining. And consumed them that were in the uttermost part of this. When somebody is consumed, he destroyed. He can't have opportunity to recover. That shall not be your testimony. Please keep murmuring aside. Look for a reason to praise him. You must watch what you say in the midst of distress. Watch what you say. There are issues of life that press on you. If you don't know what to say, two things you must do. Either you keep quiet, you thank him. <laughs> Number two. We must beware of comparing ourselves with others so we do not displease God. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, it said, they that compare themselves to another are not wise. So refuse to compare yourself to another man. And I made an illustration in our covenant of prayer during the week of someone, for instance, that in school to study business administration. And then they entered with someone that went to study medicine. And then the day the man doing medicine, um, business administration is graduating, that man in medicine is angry that we came together. <laughs> they can permit him to graduate. He will just be going home without a certificate. Because the journey of life is different. Your journey is not the same with my own. You are not the timekeeper. God is the timekeeper. Or you are seated in exams with someone that is not in your department, writing different questions. And then these people are finishing in two hours. You are angry. Why are they finishing two hours and our own have to write for three hours, 30 minutes? Don't abort your destiny. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Don't compare yourself with anyone. You might be like the people running, the athletes. Some running 100 meters race. Other ones running what? A marathon. And then you start like someone that is running um, 100 meters race. You'll soon be tired. Please be patient. Wait on God. Be patient with him. That is the reason why so many people put their hands in things. They want to make it on time. I said that it is witchcraft. That is uh, comparison that breeds witchcraft. Comparison. You take your father's children. They are making it. And your mother's children. People are not making it. So because of that, you want something that will make you make it. And instead of it making you make it, it destroys your life. Comparison. Refuse to compare yourself to anyone. Some people that you are comparing yourself with, you don't know what they are using. But if it is Christ you are using, wait on him. Wait on him. Wait on him. Wait. Depend totally on him. Made some illustration on Wednesday for the sake of those that were not there. I said, <laughs> I saw of a story 
where somebody was so angry that the husband was not romantic. And then every time the uh, man carries the wife to the office, will always come down from the car and go to open the door for the wife to come down. And this woman, a colleague, was very angry that my husband is not romantic. Can you see, 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 good husband? He comes down to open the door for the wife. Not knowing that the reason why the man comes down is because the car cannot open from inside. And I said, most likely, maybe the window also is spoiled because she should be able to open also. So the woman has been comparing herself and complaining for nothing. For nothing. Don't waste your time to compare yourself. We might be age mates. We are not grace mates. The day you are born, they call something EDD. There is EDD, expected date of what? Delivery. There is also EDD, expected date of? Aha! So you don't know how soon this person is going. Why are you troubling yourself? Why are you complaining and wanting God to switch? They will not switch your own. Please be patient. Wait on him. Wait on him. Number three. We must beware of offense. Beware of offense. People that are offended with God lose their defense. You know what the word offense is? Off defense. You are still inside. Don't allow God to throw you off the fence to exempt you from being part of the blessing. Offense to be off the fence. There is a fence around your life. Please remain with God. Refuse to be offended. I judge you faithful. I judge you faithful. And I close with this also. <laughs> I shared it on Tuesday, on Wednesday. Somebody saw a friend that he has not seen for a long time. And the guy was driving the latest Benz. And this guy was angry, very angry. In fact, he has failed. What he never knew was that his friend was actually a driver. And they sent him on an errand with the Benz. Why compare yourself with one another? May the Lord grant somebody understanding. In your seated position, can you give God thanks? Appreciate him for the gift of life, for where he has taken you to. Thank him consciously. Thank him. Thank him. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Is the reason why you are living. Is the reason why you move. The reason why you have your being. Father, we thank you. So you be all the glory. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' matchless name, we have given thanks. Praise the name of the Lord. Remember that this service is also an anointing service. And praise is one of the mysteries to get fresh oil. In Psalm 92, verse 1, he said, It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. But look at the reward of it, verse 10. Verse 10 of the same Psalm 92. He said, But my own shall thou exalt like the own of a unicorn, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Fresh oil makes every season a new season for you. Fresh oil makes your home sweet day by day. Fresh oil makes you preferred even in your office. Fresh oil is what gives you divine speed wherever you find yourself. Here it is. You must always desire fresh oil. And to get fresh oil, you must continue to praise and thank God. What is in the anointing or the fresh oil? Fresh oil empowers us for conquests. You cannot win without the oil on your head. 
In verse 11 of that same scripture, Psalm 92, verse 11, he said, my eyes also shall see my desire on my enemies. Everyone has enemies, both neighbors and forces of darkness. Friends that are celebrating with you, but yet inside they are mad at what God is doing to you, doing your life. They are very unhappy. When you step away, they say a lot of things. He said, this guy, this guy, it's my friend though, but he's very proud. He cannot last. They say so many things. They are the one, the first set of people to call you to congratulate you. I'm happy for you. But deep inside, they are not happy. They are angry. They are angry. If they have the power, they will have uprooted you. You have them. But you see, the oil on your head will always fight for you. The fresh oil will begin to fight for you from today. He said, my eyes, my eyes also shall see my desire on my enemies and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. So there's so much rise up against David to the point that he formed a song with it. He said, many are they that rise up against me. Why are they increased that trouble me? Because the guy is a gentleman, so he was not expecting the increase. As he was rising, his enemies were increasing. So, rising up, going up, increases enemy. People will just jealous you for nothing. You are being simple, yet they are just angry. That is what happens. But hear this, by the oil on you, you will see the desires of your enemies. In the name of Jesus. That oil makes you to conquer where other people are failing. It takes away obstacles, turns them to miracle. Everybody was seeing Goliath. David was seeing the throne. How can you promise somebody a princess and he will not fight? <laughs> One of the things that Saul promised the person that killed Goliath was a wife. Wife from the house of a king. So he saw the array of blessings and then he was seeing a solution to what he desired. You think he will be happy being in the bush every time they send him to go and carry food here and there as a round boy. But that day it ended. And I pray that the oil over your head today shall change your life for good. What is in the anointing? It causes us to flourish like palm tree. In verse 12, the Bible says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. It shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Palm tree has no weather. It's all weather. All weather. Shall flourish in all weather. When people are complaining, you are the one borrowing them money. That is what happens to a palm tree. When people are murmuring, you are creating wealth. That shall be your experience from today. By the anointing today, you will be creating wealth. In the name of Jesus Christ. And number three, the last one, fresh oil empowers us to still bring forth fruit in old age. So they call something retire. You are not retiring, you are refiring. They say there's retirement age. While people are retiring, you, you are refiring. In the name of Jesus Christ. In verse 14, we see there, it says, They shall bring, still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. That shall be your experience. You believe, it, you believe God for this three dimension of blessing, right? Of it. You want to experience the grace, the anointing to be more than a conqueror. Lift up your voice to heaven and begin to call for grace. Lord, as I'm anointed today, I ask for grace to become indeed more than a conqueror. As I'm anointed today, let every of my enemies, let them begin to bow. Let them begin to bow. Let them begin to bow. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Cause me, O oh Lord, to begin to flourish. Cause me to begin to flourish as I'm anointed today. Cause me to begin to flourish. Cause me to begin to flourish. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ask for the grace to bring forth fruit in old age. Ask for grace to bring forth fruit in old age. In the name of Jesus Christ. The grace to bring forth fruit even in old age. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Glory and honor be to your name, Father. In Jesus' matchless name we have prayed. You are here this morning. You want to receive Jesus. It's the first step for things to begin to work for you. You want to accept him as your Lord and Savior, whatever you are. Place your right hand on your chest right now. I'll lead you in this prayer. You want to receive him. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me my sins. I reject the devil today. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died for me that I might be justified. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Now I know that I'm a child of God. In Jesus' mighty name. You pray that prayer with me. No doubt you have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.